This podcast is sponsored by Capital Blue Cross. For more than 80 years, Capital Blue Cross has offered products and services that provide peace of mind and promote good health. For every age and stage of life, Capital Blue Cross is here for you. For more information, go to CapitalBlueCross.com. All right, here we are. It is the third week of November, and we are still talking about issues that are important to men. We are talking about grief, specifically how to deal with grief. And this is Chick Chick to Chick. Carrie, we know that, uh, you know, the wonderful thing about women is that we tend to have our tribe. We have Mm -hmm. all of our girlfriends. And although we can't solve the world's problems, we like to just talk to each other. We talk and we talk and we talk and we talk. And if I'm having a problem, I may talk to you and talk to you. You may Mm -hmm. not solve my problem, but it makes me feel better. And I don't think that men have that type of support issue, especially uh, when it comes to dealing with grief. And we're not just talking about grief that's related to uh, a death or the death of a spouse or a partner or maybe a child, but grief comes in many different forms. You can also have grief over losing a job. Uh, You can also have grief over the end of your marriage if you're going through a divorce. And men grieve differently than women. So that is why we thought that this would be an excellent topic to chirp about while we're here in Movember, because we feel like men should either have a better understanding of how to move through their grief And women, maybe there is something that we can do to help. So that brings us to our guest today. Lisa Zoll is a licensed clinical social worker. She's also taught about loss and grief at Temple University. She is with Grief Relief Counseling Services. Lisa, we are so happy to have you today. Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to, to chat and chirp with you both. Well, we feel this uh, topic is so important because Lisa, men do grieve differently than women. Can you talk about that? What do men do versus women? Well, it seems that women are certainly more of emotional grievers than men. And when it, when men grieve, they tend to turn inwards on, the, you know, and when women grieve, they tend to turn outwards. Like you were talking, you know, we have our tribe, we have women will go talk. Men are far less likely to talk. Although they're still grieving in much the same way. They're still grieving losses. They just don't experience or talk about them the same way, sometimes because of societal norms about what how men should be macho men, hey, hey, from like the, the village people. And um, other times it's just it, they are, they've been indoctrinated into like a fix-it type mode. Yeah, you know, I can recall when my stepfather found out that his very favorite uncle died. And I found out because I heard him wailing. I mean, wailing, crying when he got off the phone. After that, there was nothing. Like he really didn't talk about it. He had this outburst of reaction and then he didn't talk about it. So why uh, why is it that men do keep it inside? And can you help us with discussing what we can do and what they can do to get it out? Well, it's interesting because I had my father-in-law, my nephew died in a car accident about eight or nine years ago. And I remember at the viewing, my father-in-law went out to his car and I happened to look out the back door and he was sitting in the the passenger seat crying. Um, And I'm not sure if it was because he didn't feel comfortable crying in front of 
of some of people or not, but my guess is probably he did. And um, I believe that I used, I've heard this example before where men's brains are more like waffles. Okay. And women's brains tend to be more like spaghetti. And I can explain that a little bit. Um, a waffle, when you think of a waffle, there's compartments and in general, and again, I'm, I'm being a little bit stereotypical here and it's not true in all cases, but in tip and generally men tend to be able to put something in a compartment and lock it away. And then they're done with it in their mind. They have it locked away and neat and tidy and it's gone. And they're kind of moving on to the next thing. Um, women's brains tend to be more like spaghetti. And like you know, you said, you know, we get more, um, we're, we're, we're more emotional and more likely to um, show it in, in a ways that men are less likely to show it in. But when you say that, uh, and I do know that, and I have seen this, that men put it into a compartment and they say, yeah, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to open up that ugly can of worms. But when right. they hold it in, I think it affects them. Um, so how do we get them to open up that ugly can of worms and get it out and make them more spaghetti like like us yeah. <laughs> so that they can they can grieve and process it and heal and move on. How do we open up that can of worms to help them? Well, and that's a good question because, you know, the people, the, the, the men that I usually see in my practice have been usually encouraged to go get help or go talk to someone. And I've had two men come into the practice in particular that were, both of them, I think, were eight years out of the deaths um, of their sons who died um, tragically of overdoses. So I see a lot of more traumatic grief. So they're usually it's a spouse or a partner that's saying, hey, you really need to go talk to someone. So it takes the push to get them, you know, to, to get them to get help in general. So women are far more likely to get help, far more likely to seek therapy. Men seem to grieve more in isolation. So I was working with, a, I, I do some work and a, some group work for a, an organization. And it's for um, anybody that has lost a... Um, family member to an overdose. And it was interesting because the male really had clammed up um, with his wife and his wife was always talking about it and he didn't want to. So I suggested that maybe um, they share their feelings by writing them in a journal. So at least that one can look at what the other one's thinking because she really was saying, I have no idea what he's thinking. He doesn't say anything. And um, I said, well, maybe if you write it down, she can look at it and that might help her understand a little bit what, what you're what you're thinking. And they thought oh, maybe they would try that. So I, this just happened last week. So I have to I'm anxious to see if they they are able to do that. I think that is an excellent idea. Yep. So the question I have for the men who are listening or the women who are listening on behalf of telling the men about this podcast <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is the reason why, or what can be the ripple effects if you don't get it out? Like for instance, I, I know of a male who experienced a loss that was really traumatic. And so he just put it away and then later it festered. And along the way, until he came out with how he was feeling, maybe not great choices are being made. Maybe there's a little more alcohol consumption. Maybe there were just some more aggravation and like unnecessary outbursts. How do we get men to understand that that's not going to help you and it could damage another relationship in the process? 
It definitely can. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, loss of children, parents that have lost children, there's a high divorce rate from because people are grieving so differently. But you can also talk about how, you know, you talked out earlier about non-death related losses, about losing a job or a divorce. And, and I think men tend to go, like I said, more inwardly. They tend to keep to themselves. They tend to grieve in isolation. They're more controlled about their grieving and they want to just kind of get on with it. That's that, that's that um, waffle. They want to lock it away and get on with it. So sometimes, um, you know, looking at what kind of projects can you do or how can you talk about this together and who can mediate some of that? And I know that it's hard to bring up grief. Um, because you don't want to, if somebody's not thinking about it, let's say at that moment, and you say, oh, by the way, how's the job search going? And they're going to go, you know, somebody's going to get angry. And men tend to grieve, you know, they they have similar emotions. They just express them differently. And the one thing that seems to be different that I've read about is that men tend to um, be more angry and express more anger when it comes to grief than women for for probably because of our biology and DNA may have something to do with that. Yeah. And I think that men need to understand this. I mean, I've gone through, uh, I, I lost my job and I went through the grief of my job dying and ending. Uh, I went through a divorce and to me it was the death of my marriage and it is grief. It's different kind of grief, but it is grief and it doesn't necessarily have to be associated with a death. Um, I know you have written a couple of books here. Mm -hmm. I love this book. This is a children's book. It's Drew and the Grief Thief. And you've written another yeah. book here as well. I love this one. This one is Grief, the, the Event, the Work, the Forever. And it's a self-help book brought to you by the letter R, I'm going to assume. What is the letter <laughs> R in that case? <laughs> Relief? I don't know, reacting, remembering, there's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all of those things. Um, it's interesting. The grief thief is a character we develop to talk about disenfranchised grief, which is grief that goes unsupported or unrecognized or not acknowledged. And I think when, Flora, when you talk about losing your job and losing your marriage, a lot of times that kind of grief is overlooked or not supported. So there may have been times when you felt that, or, you know, people didn't want to talk about it, didn't want to bring it up. And so if you think about how you felt about it, think about how uh, um, a man might feel about it when they're, you know, socialized. And I think, again, it's the socialization to not feel those emotions that we as women might feel. And I was looking at, at online for some, just some statistics and stuff. And the two words that came up was there's masculine grieving. And I thought, well, that's the masculine expression of grief and there's feminine grieving or the feminine expression of grief. So that's, you know, so some women may grieve more masculine and some men may grieve more and more feminine expression. Um, and I thought that was interesting because there are men that I know that are very in touch with their emotions and are quite willing to talk about them. And then there's other, the men that I had that came to grief therapy, um, they tended to be organized. They had that book that you talked about, the, the brought to you by the letter R, and they were going through it systematically and writing down questions and things that they wanted to talk, wanted to talk about in that session. So like the, when, the, when they would come in, they would say, Here's what I want. Here's what I read about. And here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about my guilt. I want to talk about my anger. I want to talk about this. So they, they were more 
task oriented, let's just say, when they came in and goal oriented, and they tended to stay in therapy for a shorter period of time, like they were dealing with it and then they were done. (laughs) Because they were willing to talk about it and to get it out. And I think that's what your message is today Um, for any man who's listening and for any woman who wants to share this, we've got to get men to open up and to express how they're feeling because it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's very okay much. to it talk very, about it. It is very okay. And it's very important and very helpful because you know we carry grief and it stacks up. The more grief we have, the more it stacks up and it gets, you know, like layers of it. Like I think, think about a Big Mac. There's so many layers to the Big Mac and you experience one grief, one loss, and then others stack upon it. And you, and you tend to revisit these losses over a lifetime. Yeah. You know, Lisa, this was excellent advice. And we really hope that the men who are listening are going to take note and that the women will say, hey, we have a podcast for you (laughs) because you just brought us great information, Lisa. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you, Lisa. The most important thing, guys, just talk about it. It's okay. Um, Getting help is not a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. It is a sign of strength that you realize something is wrong. And as I said, I lost my job. My marriage ended. I grieved. But my God, thank God I had women in my life to help me and to support me and to get me through it. So talk about it. Open up. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. We hope that this podcast brought you some relief maybe if you're struggling on how to help that male in your life. And we hope that you will come back to uh, the next time we're chirping about another topic.